What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Today we are going to talk about the choices we make for the good or for the bad. You know, as Christians, we're held to a higher standard, and so are the choices we make. So we are going to look at these, how we live our lives, and discuss the choices that are out there in this world that can lead us to a path that is filled with glory or one that is filled with sin. Friends, I'd like you to check out my website, and that is MediaAngels.com. You will find all kinds of books and products and classes uh, that I have created through the years, as well as my books on Amazon. Well, I know, speaking for myself, that I have struggled at times with the choices that I've made. And in life, we have so many different choices. And the reason I wanted to share this topic with you today is that lately especially, I have seen people making choices based on little thought, and currently there really is a war of words going on. There's a war of words that are slanderous and hurtful, and words become a two-edged sword. And scripture talks about this, but it talks about words in the sense of truth. In Hebrews 4.12, we read, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And that is the issue. What is the intent of our hearts? And only God can see this. We can't judge others by this, but God sees their hearts and their intent. And God gave us this wonderful gift of communication. And friends, and I'm speaking to myself here, we all use it incorrectly. We use it wrong. Recently in a private group that I'm in with a group of moms that I've known for more than 20 years, someone was offended and decided to leave the group for political reasons. And I was heartbroken until I saw a post from one of my friends who said, you know what, let's pray for her and let's begin for the next nine days, all of us praying together for this specific person and for the needs of her family. 
That is a choice made by friends who are grounded in truth and in Christ. No one said any harsh words. No one disparaged this person. We just prayed. And it hurts me when we can't even have discussions with those who proclaim to love the Lord and, you know, that that feelings are so hurt and over what I consider things that are not going to last forever. And only our hearts are known by God. The scripture reminds us that God's word is truth. And if you discern, you often see that the thoughts and intents of our own hearts are not what they should be. Do we look at our own motivations, the reasons why, or do we just react? Many times the choices we make are based upon reactions, quick judgments, and ill-conceived thought behind our decisions, and I am very guilty of this. This war of words that is going on in social media, and if you're listening to this in five years, I'm sure it's going to be as true today as it is in five years from now. There's always going to be a difference in the way people see or look at things, yet the way we respond can be godly or in a way that is harmful and tears apart relationships. I've seen families torn apart as well as friends, and it grieves me to no end. And for what? The choice being made is proving you're right. You're never going to prove this with anger or words that are hurtful. Which brings me to the topic of our choice when we're spending time. Sometimes we choose to serve. Years ago, I realized that I was very quick to volunteer my time. I wanted to help, and it gave me a sense of self-worth, translation pride, to receive approval from others. And I realized finally by the grace of God that I didn't have to say yes to each and every demand and each project. And I could seriously work myself to the bone for the sake of doing something for a larger group. And if I kept up at that pace, it was not only to the detriment of my own health, but my family, the people I love the most in this world. These choices weren't necessarily a decision between good and bad. That is why it was so hard to figure out that I was going about this the wrong way. We need to bring everything to the Lord before we make that choice. We need to think and we need to pray I remember uh, praying about whether we should move at one time when I really, really wanted to move. And a friend looked at me and said, why are you even doing that? You want to do it, just do it. You have the means, you have the opportunity, your husband has a job, just go. And this was a fellow Christian. And I said, I can't take one step without seeing if God's will is in it. And my husband and I and our youngest at the time flew to this location, checked it out. I fell in love with the place and the people there and the church community. And yet the Lord closed those doors. He did not allow us to go. And I was very upset with the Lord. I thought, you know, I can't believe you're not opening up this door for us. And the door that was closed was the fact that our house would not sell. And our house was on the market, and we had to sell our house in order to be able to finance the next house. We couldn't just have two residences. And um, it wasn't a good time in the market to sell. There was a glut of houses at that time. And so the store was closed, and then later, years later, we realized, ah, there's the big picture. Uh, This community where we were going to move, and my husband was going to be in charge of doing all the building, um, 
was fraught with lawsuits, and um, it ended up being, uh, pr- you know, pretty much the Lord saving us, which we didn't see at the time. So our choices should be made with the Lord before us. I find that the way we make our choices are tied to where we are in our walk with the Lord. Are you grounded? Are you full of God's love? Are you a half full or half empty type of person? And, you know, this refers to the analogy of looking at a cup and seeing if it's half full or looking at it and seeing if it's half empty. If we always look at our lives in a positive light, which I believe is a gift that some have naturally, then it will help us in so many ways. But if we look at things as half empty, it's almost as if we're looking at things and waiting for for something to, to fail or the next shoe to drop. Where are you in your faith walk? Are you wearing to go each and every day, looking forward to the day that God has created and looking for those blessings that you're sure to come? Or are you looking at faith as a second thought that you remember, especially when you're crying out in prayer? I believe how we live our lives is just the beginning. We are living at a time that people keep calling unprecedented. These are unprecedented times. But truthfully, I believe that each age could say the same thing. Each day, there's going to be something that happens that threatens our peace, our joy, and even our safety, the safety of our temporal bodies. But the love of God is something we can count on, and this is not something that we have to worry about or consider. It is a steady force to describe God. It is to describe His unconditional love. God created, therefore He loves. And so, with this in our lives, how can we be saddened or feel afraid? I love 2 Corinthians, and especially this verse in 2 Corinthians 5, 14-21. And I'm going to read it because it's just so touched me. It's almost like a rally call for anyone who is Christian. And when you read this, like you're ready to go out and march and do something, you know, whatever the Lord calls you to do, make those good choices. Let me read this. For the love of Christ urges us on because we're convinced that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view, even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view. We know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, that is, In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So, we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you, on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Friends, that's all we need to know. We can no longer regard people from a human point of view. We have to look at people from the point of view that God has given us. How do we judge? 
How do we make those choices that affect us as well as well as those in our lives? Do we choose for good or bad? We are ambassadors for Christ. God is making his appeal through us. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become righteous of God. We are called, you, me, to live this life to its fullest, knowing that Almighty God has got this, whatever this is in your life. What choices do you need to make? Put them before the feet of the Lord. I pray this is a wake-up call for all of us who choose Christ. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for loving us, for giving us our Lord and Savior, who was without sin, but took on our sin so that we could be cleansed. I choose to make good decisions. I choose Christ. I choose to live my life in a way that is pleasing to you. Please, Lord, take on my burdens and lift them from me. Allow me to understand your will for my life and help me in my daily yes to you. I pray specifically for the following needs. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on a afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.